0: and welcome to episode 75 of the Knit Actually Podcast. My name's Becky and I'll be your host. Today's segments include actually finished, actually working, actually stashed, and actually attending. I have a couple of quick finished objects, really simple things this time, you guys, but it, it took me down a real rabbit hole. I talked last time about some review yarn I had gotten from Mango Moon. They had sent me a yarn to review that was called Bambi, and it was a South African cotton bamboo mix, and it was a really nice yarn. I got two colors. One was a denim blue, and the other was a um, cloudy gray, very pretty, 50-gram skeins, and so I wasn't really sure what to do with 50 grams of worsted weight cotton. I decided to go ahead and make some dishcloths. And the funny thing about that is that I had never before knit dishcloths, which is seems to me like the kind of thing that people knit when they're starting out, and I just never, ever did. So I went down a real rabbit hole in terms of looking for uh, patterns that I could use to make some dishcloths, and I ended up knitting two of them. The first one was called the ball band dishcloth. This one was very cute because I was able to use both of the... Uh, colors and it's kind of a slip stitch pattern that gives it the look of like bricks right so there's little rectangles Um, the way that I knit mine it was a gray rectangle kind of offset by slip stitches that were light blue and it it ends up looking like a brick pattern and that one was really cute and really fun and really easy to do and then the other one I did was called the copycat dishcloth and and these were both free patterns on Ravelry and that was just a combination of garter and stockinette and more garter and you kind of do it in multiple colors and so that way I was able to do a couple little dishcloths in two different colors and I kind of got the bug you guys I am always on the lookout for cute little things that I can do as gifts and these seemed like a great way to maybe incorporate some knitting into teacher gifts teacher appreciation week is Coming up in May with a middle schooler and a high schooler, I do have a lot of gifts to do. So the kids and I are going to have some fun over spring break. Spring break started today and we are going to make soap. I bought some stuff on Amazon to make different soap. I bought goat's milk soap base. I bought some lavender. I have a ton of essential oils either from things that I like to do around the house or from the bath. Bombs and bath fizzes and things like that that we made at Christmas. And then we're going to do little soap dishes. So I bought a set of 12 little ceramic dishes on Amazon. I found this idea on Pinterest, but a couple years ago, gosh, I say a couple. Ben was in first grade, actually, because we did this for a school auction project. So five years ago. We did these great mirrors for people. So we took cheap ceramic tiles from uh, Home Depot, I guess, or Lowe's, and alcohol inks. And so alcohol ink is, um, it's really cool because if you put rubbing alcohol onto a smooth surface like a ceramic tile, and then you drip the ink on it in little dots, and then you take a straw and you blow, you end up with these cool, patterns and cool things and we made mirrors so I have a beautiful mirror hanging in my living room that the kids made the tiles for and then I just glued it onto a half inch thick sheet of plywood with liquid nails and then I have a 12 by 12 mirror in the mirror tile in the middle and um, you can get those I think I got like an eight pack of them at Lowe's for probably eight dollars so anyways we made these beautiful mirrors and it was a really fun project and I saw a thing on Pinterest where you could make soap dishes. So we're gonna make soap and then we're gonna make soap dishes. I'm going to varnish them although I think that the alcohol inks will be waterproof even if I don't varnish them but I just think they'll look nice varnished. Um, so we're gonna do that and then I'm gonna knit washcloths and I think that'll be both a nice teacher gift And a nice, you know, family Christmas gift. And also, they'll mostly have different teachers by the time we get to next Christmas. So if I start now and I knit just a bunch of washcloths, I will be all set for teacher gifts and, you know, little things like that that come up. So total rabbit hole. But these, um these washcloths that I knit I'm very happy with I think they're really cute they're really really soft they match my bathroom (laughs) so I was very excited about my first ever hand knit washcloths and again I know that sounds silly I know I knit all sorts of much fancier things but I I'm pretty excited so I ordered some more yarn from Knit Picks to do this a little bit economically and They won't have bamboo in them. The bamboo in the the Bambi yarn was very, very nice, and it makes them nice and soft, but I didn't want to go that route for making these en masse. So anyways, I'll keep you guys posted on how that goes, but that is just kind of a fun thing that the kids and I are doing over spring break. The other thing that's coming up, obviously um, I'm recording this the weekend before Easter, so we have a bunch of fun Easter things planned. It's spring break here. So we're going to uh, dye eggs, obviously. This year, when we dye the eggs, instead of using a sock blank to soak up the extra yarn, I'm going to do minis. I, I haven't decided yet. I have DK minis and fingering weight minis upstairs. At first, I thought I would definitely do DK weight minis, and now I'm leaning towards doing fingering weight. So we'll see. I don't know. I have some sparkly ones, too, and that could be fun. I guess I'll decide on the day. But that's the first thing. And then the other thing, so I'm obsessed with uh, cake decorating videos on Instagram and cookie decorating videos on Instagram. I had a funny conversation at book club one night with one of my girlfriends where we talked about the videos from Tasty. I'm sure everybody is familiar with Tasty and their little cooking videos. But we were just having this funny conversation about how soothing that is. To watch somebody cook, my one girlfriend said, They just cook and they make this beautiful food and there's never any mess. Um, And I kind of feel the same way about cake decorating and cookie decorating videos. So I keep seeing these cool videos where they frost a cake with buttercream and then they have it on one of those spinning cake pedestals and they scrape it down and the frosting looks perfect and then they do something amazing to it. So that's what we're gonna do. (laughs) I'm going to Bake probably like four eight inch round cakes. I think we're gonna color them and then I'm gonna make like some sort of gorgeous Easter cake. I saw a funny one on Instagram that was like a bunny butt cake, and I thought you could do that pretty easily with marshmallow fondant. And marshmallow fondant is a favorite thing of mine to do, so I thought, well, that would be pretty easy, and you could make little little bunny butts, and put them on this cake. But anyways, we're going to do some crafty things. We're also going to go away for a couple of days and have a little bit of fun. We're talking about doing another escape room this weekend. We've done a couple of those, um, and they've been a lot of fun. The boys and I, joined, just the three of us, and then we did a, a kind of a head-to-head type thing with our family over Christmas, and it's been a lot of fun. So those are the crafty things that we're going to do over the break and just my update in terms of finished objects. Again, Bambi South African Cotton, uh, distributed in the U.S. by Mango Moon. It was $7.95 for a 50-gram ball, I believe, and I would wholeheartedly recommend it. Very nice yarn to work with, very soft, and it was perfect for these little luxury washcloths that I now have in my bathroom. So actually working, I have a couple of things on the needles and I am kind of also at the same time like itching to cast on all the things. So I made quite a bit of progress on my uh, sock experiment. I'm almost done with the tube for my afterthought toe socks, which will be very exciting. And that I'm guessing I will finish over the break here. I have not worked on those in a couple of days because I am really... Trying to finish a project in time for Easter, but I think they're turning out really cute and I'm excited about that little experiment and how that's going. I keep a pair of socks to knit in my office, so I recently moved offices to a building that is closer to home from the building that I had been going into, and I do keep socks, what I had been doing was keeping them in my computer bag, but now I have my own office with a door, so if I'm stuck on a long call, theoretically I could knit, or I could knit at lunchtime. although I have not knit at the new facility really yet. And I had been thinking these these were MJ yarn socks that I was knitting for my husband. I had been thinking that I had not yet closed the toe on the first one so that maybe I could do the same thing with these, but then I dug them out of the little bin in my office, and sure enough, I I already had put in the toe. So uh, as I move forward with this new favorite technique, I will have to um, experiment with that on a different pair of socks. But I'm working on the Pearl Soho Notched Tank. So I have two of these going right now. The one I talked mostly about last time, and they're both in the same yarn for the Madeline Tosh Yarn Club right now the way that it works is that every third month you get their work sock base Which is a they call it a heavy fingering base. I really believe it is more of a sport weight It is practically a DK weight in my opinion But I have two beautiful colors of this so I had been working on one that was a dark brown base with beautiful purples and turquoises and, and things like that mixed into it and I had decided that I wanted to wear that to Yarn Fest, which is coming up in April. But then I have this other pair of skeins that I just decided would be perfect to wear as a little Easter sweater. And it's interesting because I have two skeins of this yarn. It's a natural base with speckles. One of the speckles is green, and some of it is like super Kelly green. So I cast this on on St. Patrick's Day, and it just was making me super cheerful because every every now and then there's just this pop of bright, bright green and it, it's really cute. There's also pink. And in both of my skeins, there is a little bit of black. But the one skein has quite a bit more than the other. So the, the, the first skein that I cast on, what I decided to do was you cast the sweater on from the hem And you knit the front hem and the back hem, and then you join it in the round, do a little bit of of casting on of stitches. But I thought, well, if I'm going to have this dark section, I probably want that to be the hem, and I probably want it to be the back hem. And that will be the easiest way to kind of camouflage the fact that there is this section of this yarn that is quite a bit darker. And it's very interesting because the skein itself certainly does have speckles of black in it. But the one skein just had a ton of black, so I am now down to I don't know maybe maybe fifty grams of this yarn left. And what I can see is that you know every couple feet, maybe even every couple yards, there is a little speck of black. But at the beginning there was a lot of black, and it doesn't look bad. But it's amazing to me how different this is. Just within the skein, this was not something I was going to be able to address by just alternating skeins, which I toyed around with, because the start of the ball and the end of the ball were so different. So even if I had been alternating skeins, I would have gotten to a point where now the inner section of the cake of yarn matches skein number two. So there wasn't any way that I was going to fix it. So I decided to just go with it. I feel like it'll look because it's speckled right it's not like it's got to be perfect perfect matchy matchy and I'm hoping it'll look like a fade where the bottom will be darker because there's all this black and the top will be lighter and hopefully it'll be pretty. So I'm about 10 inches into the body of this the second one. I realized that I misread some instructions and I thought I had to knit to seven inches after I started the stockinette before I did some short rows and some decreases, and I was actually supposed to do seven inches from the hem, so my short rows and my decreases are not gonna be quite exactly the same one to the other, but I'm not terribly worried about that. I think I can recover from that, no problem. And the brown one is just set aside for a couple of days while I work on the the Easter one, because Easter is the 31st, no, April 1st. Easter is April Fool's Day. And then uh, Yarn Fest is not until like the 12th. So I thought, well, let me finish this one and then let me circle back to the brown one. But I'm gonna have two gorgeous new tank tops and I'm very excited. This green, this gorgeous pop of green that's in the one that I'm working on right this minute, I actually have a really cute pair of pants that is kind of this exact bright green color. So I think that's gonna be really cute too because I'll be able to wear it with the pants. And uh, it'll be bright, but it'll be adorable. At least that's my hope. So then I have kind of a desire to go cast on crazy. And I thought I would just talk about the things that are kind of coming up and in my head about um, things I want to cast on. I certainly have two mm, or three projects that I'd like to finish up. I was working on that big wave sweater with the brown sheep synchrony. And I will definitely crank out the end of that sweater pretty quickly here and just get it done. It's very pretty. It's not the right weather to wear it yet, but I do think it'll get a ton of summer wear from me, and I'm excited about that. But also, I have um, Easter West, which is an Interpretations 4 pattern by Hohi Locatelli, and I bought yarn for that from Neighborhood Fiber Company last year at Stitches West. And that is one that I definitely want to finish. And then I have my boxy and buttony, which I have messed up time and time and time again, but I am feeling like I'm ready to move forward and pick that project up and finish it. But at the same time, there's always shiny new things, right? So I have three sweaters that I think I'm going to wind yarn for This weekend, again, start of break, a little bit of quiet, less stuff to deal with, with the kids and their schedules and things like that. So the first one is a, the first two actually are Boyland Knitworks patterns. The first one is called Tegna, and that is a short-sleeved t-shirt with a lace detail at the bottom it's a little bit cropped and I will def I have enough yarn I will definitely add a bit of length but cropped and also really nice and loose fitting. And I have some fingering weight singles from on the on the round yarn that I have not yet used that I think is going to be really cute for this pattern. So I'm excited to get that cast on and get that going because I think that'll be a nice again spring and summer wardrobe item for work and and for home. The second one is a sweater that frankly I'm going to cast on and then I probably won't be able to wear for a while because it's long sleeved but the Sunset Highway sweater has been calling to me. This is a pattern that I am just obsessed with and I have beautiful colors picked out from Colorful Eclectic that I um, had her pull for me after knit nosh and so it's been sitting in my stash since november i wanted to cast it on for my birthday so maybe it's been sitting in my stash since december but anyways i haven't yet and i follow the hashtag on instagram and i'm dying knit the sweater so that i'm just gonna wind the yarn and at some point i'm gonna get going on that i already owed the pattern so how big a deal is it to just get it cast on and, and get it moving and then the last one is a new one from Interpretations 5, also by Hohe Locatelli. And that one is called the Separate Ways Pullover. This is such a cute sweater, you guys. So it is one of the custom colorways from Neighborhood Fiber Company. And they did a navy blue, a denim blue, a peachy pink, and a gray. And I have a set of one of the one-of-a-kind skeins that I got from Madeline Tosh from Eat Sleep Knit. They're in twist light, and I have a dark gray, a white and black speckled, and a denim blue, and I decided I was on a mission to go and get the perfect pink. And then I saw a post from Renee from Nerd, and she had a colorway called Fired Up, which is this beautiful neon coral. It definitely has some yellow, but it's like a peachy, yellow pinky gorgeous color and that is going to be my separate ways pullover. Again I'm not sure you know how much I'll get to wear it in the warm weather but it it will be a great project for warm weather because fingering weight sweaters are not too hot right even though uh, it's warm weather you can still knit on them and, and kind of be comfortable. So those are the things that I have queued up and I'm I'm excited to get going on. Actually stashed, I've talked about a couple of things already but I, I had a little adventure last weekend that I was excited about I wanted to share with you guys. So I had a credit at Longmont Yarn Shop. Last time I was in there I was just buying some needles. I bought some like Lyke, Lyka? L-Y-K-K-E, not sure how you pronounce that driftwood needles for the Ravello sweater that I was trying to finish. So I bought a pair of size two needles in there. They're really nice and I am enjoying the heck of them. And actually the hem for these uh, notched hem tanks are knit on a size two and so I used those needles for both of the hems of both of these tank tops. But the way that the credit works in the store you have to use it all at once and they were not expensive enough for me to use them up. So I kind of had it just in the back of my head like, oh you have a credit at Longmont Yarn Shop. And then sure enough they put on Instagram that they had these cozy blue embroidery kits. And I was really excited about them. I have I used to cross-stitch quite a bit and I was kind of super into it when I was in my 20s or whatever and, and I knit gifts for my mom. My mom still got some very nice cross-stitch, frankly, that I did for her. And I would do it when people got married. I would make them a nice cross stitch. It sounds very '90s now, like looking back, but that's what I did. And some of them were beautiful, and they were really nice things to do. But that, but cross stitch is one thing, and embroidery, I think, is another. So I was excited about these little kits, and I've been watching them online. They had adorable kits at Christmas time. Well, then the Longmont Yarn Shop got the kits in. So I went down last Saturday and I picked one out for myself, and it is a cute little set of poppies, and it comes with the hoop. Actually, I think maybe last episode I might have opened it up, but it comes with the hoop and everything you need and all the colors of floss. So that is a project I'm going to start up this weekend. I'm really excited about it. I'm really interested to see how that goes and and what that's like to work with, but I, I'm just feeling just super inspired by this little kit that I bought. And then I have a couple of review things coming, so I wanted to just give you guys a heads up for a couple things that are coming my way. The first is a kit from Kramer Yarns. So Kramer Yarns, I have reviewed over time quite a few different things from them, different yarns and different um, fibers and bases and things. This time they're doing kits for people to review, and I'm really excited about the kit that I picked because I picked out a kit for a cowl called the Gilgamesh Cowl. It looks like a bulkier, chunky weight cowl, kind of large, covers the shoulders, and I think it's going to be adorable. I asked for a color called, um, what's it called? Wagon Wheel, which is a dark, dark, dark gray, and I think it's going to be a really, really fun thing to do. And then I also, I'm trying to find you guys the details because I'd like to give you the details. Um, gosh, shoot. I, I got a really cool um, opportunity to review. Here it is, Lazadus Knitting Accessories. And so they had two different things. They had cute little uh, blocking wires. And these are flexible blocking wires so that you can kind of bend around curves in your project and then block in the shape that you need. Instead of, I have a set of straight blocking wires and then of course I have pins and things like that. So this is supposed to help when you have something that requires a little bit more aggressive shaping. But then they had these really cute multi-purpose project caddies. So this is what I requested, and it'll be coming in soon, and I'll do a full review after I've used it. But I really thought this was neat. So this multi-purpose project caddy is a silicone yarn bowl, basically. And it's flexible. It has a little loop handle and a little slit in one side so you can open it up and can be basically a yarn bowl and look very decorative and it's very very cute. Mine is bright blue Um, or the loop part slips through the little opening on the other side and you can make it a project bag so you can tuck it away, nothing's gonna snag, nothing's going to hook, everything's gonna be tucked away nice and tidy and you can you know take it along and then you open it up at like a coffee shop or whatever and boom! Yarn bowl. So I'm excited to play around with this. I think it's going to be really a fun little accessory and uh, and that's on its way as well. So that brings me to attending. I just wanted to give a quick rundown of all of the upcoming events that I will be going to. Uh, first of all I will be at Yarn Along the Rockies and where I'm going to be first. I'm going to be at Interweave Yarn Fest first. Sorry, guys. Um, and I will be at that on April 12th through the 15th. Uh, I'm very excited. I'm trying to make plans to get together with some friends and have drinks or whatever. If you're going to be there and you want to get together, please let me know because I am really looking forward to connecting with my knitting friends. I feel like there has not been a lot of opportunity for that this winter and now it's going to be spring and I'm going to get to see my friends and I'm really really excited about it. Obviously uh, this summer I will go to the Estes Wool Market that's the second weekend second weekend in June in Estes Park Colorado which is my hometown. Also really excited if you guys um, want to get together while you're in Estes or at Interweave Yarn Fest please let me know because I would love to um, hang out and see everybody at Estes. Then Yarn Along the Rockies and Hot August Knits are coming up, and so those are both in August. They have started to release the dates and things like that, and I am really looking forward to those. I did not yarn crawl last year, and I missed it very much. So I am looking forward to that. Also in June is the Fancy Tiger birthday Um, Thing, So I'm very much looking forward to that this year. I blew it off last year. But I do think that I will definitely go this year and see, see what's up there. And then I'm just trying to get you guys details here on one other event. So my friend Liz, who is the dyer behind Colorful Eclectic Yarn, is putting on a retreat here in Colorado. And I just wanted to get you guys a date. It's... Liz from Colorful, Eclectic, and then Michelle from Independence Street Yarn. And they just opened up registration. It's going to be in Golden, Colorado. It's called the Colorado Maker's Retreat. It's a one-day retreat. There will be classes and things, which I think is really cool. Um, It's June the 16th. The retreat ticket, let's see, is $75. And it'll be coffee, tea, snacks, hot lunch, goodie bag, vendors, and a cash bar. And um, it's in a cabin somewhere. Peaceful cabin setting, it says. So there are classes for an additional fee. And there's a brioche class, colorwork crochet, spindle spinning, FO photography. So there's going to be a lot of really neat stuff, and Liz is terrific, and I met Michelle last time at Knit Nosh, so I just wanted to kind of plug that. If you are in the area and you're looking for a one-day event, that could be a really, really fun thing to do. June doesn't seem that far away from me, but now I'm looking at this and it says 84 days away, so maybe I'm a little too, maybe I'm a little too excited. Anyway, guys that is it for me for this time I just wanted to pop in and catch everybody up on what's been going on with my knitting and I will be back soon in the meantime uh, thanks for hanging out and happy knitting